Hello ladies, if you are fed up, confused as hell, or just over all the drama around weight loss, you are in the right place. My name is Bonnie LaFrac and I am your host here at Unfuck Your Weight Loss, where I help you make weight loss easy, achievable, and even fun. Because what is more fun than becoming exactly who you want to be in the body you want to be in? Let's take the shame and bullshit out of dieting and weight loss and lose the weight for the last time. Ready? Let's go. Hey there. Hi there. Howdy. Welcome back to Unfuck Your Weight Loss. I know, right? That is quite quite a greeting. I'm Bonnie LaFrac. Today we're talking about something super important. Dinner and weight loss. I know, right? All the meals and weight loss. But specifically, I find that most women have their biggest obstacles with dinner. And I think one one of the things, of course, is a lot of times um, it's going from being at work, whether you're physically at work or you work from home and making the transition from being done with work to now I have to make dinner. I have to get dinner ready. I have to figure out dinner. Oftentimes we're overly hungry. Like we haven't really, you know, maybe we didn't eat all day. Maybe we had a couple snacks. Maybe we didn't have a good plan in place. And so by the time four, five, six, seven o'clock rolls around or whatever time you normally eat, we're already kind of behind the eight ball. We're kind of hangry. We're overwhelmed. Here we go again. I don't know who's going to be home. I don't know what I have in the house. I don't have anything planned. I, we have to drive to soccer. All of these things, right? All of the things. We're going to cover it all. My goal is for you to leave today with some actionable items, ways that are going to be helpful. I know we're not going to change all of our thoughts and all of our beliefs around dinner and what a what a woman should do with dinner. This is definitely not the smash the patriarchy podcast, um, but I'm going to try to poke some holes in some of the things to in order to help you, not to bust your balls, but just so that you feel better um, when you go to make dinner. And I don't think I, I run into a lot of different women, and it's and it's interesting because sometimes we think, oh, you know, if. It, things would be so much better, so much easier if I, you know, if my kids weren't at home or I, you know, if, if I was, you know, single, this would be easier, right? If it wasn't for my, my meddling husband, if I wasn't for my husband or my wife or my spouse or my, this person or that person or caring for, you know, all the things, right? It would be easier if I was by myself and it wouldn't be. <laughs> it's just not. I don't care if you live alone, right? For all my single ladies, I have plenty of clients who have the same struggles living alone. I have plenty of clients who have many kids at home or a spouse or people traveling, going to sport. It's all, it's all there. So rather than us wish for a different circumstance, right? Wish that I had a different scenario and then it was going to be easier. We actually have to change how we approach the way we think about dinner, the way we think about ourselves. And of course, at the end of the day, prioritize ourselves. And so my goal and wish for you is to start thinking like the, the big boss you are, the CEO that you are, because I know a lot of women who listen to this, a lot of the women who are my clients are in business, are CEOs, are managers, directors. You're busy all day telling other people what to do, how to do it, when to do it. And yet we become this totally other person when it comes time to figuring out dinner. And so we're going to put on our CEO hat and wear it to dinner as well. 
Okay. And it's going to help you. I promise. And even if you're not outside, you know, in a workforce or building your own business or, um, being an actual CEO, you're probably the CEO of your house. Your stay at home moms are CEOs as well. And that does mean sometimes delegating more than, you know, just your kids to clean up their toys, but to actually get help. And I'll go through all of that as well. Thinking like a CEO, which also I've really been thinking a lot about this topic. Um, and this idea of making decisions ahead of time. So I think a lot of you would already know who like Steve, who like, who like Steve Jobs is, or Steve Jobs, um, one of the founders of Apple. You know probably who Simon Cowell is. Uh, you know who Mark Zuckerberg is. I'm trying to think if I have any other examples. Um, but those are kind of the examples that come to my mind. Um, you see it with celebrities, you see it with politicians, and you're like, where is this even going? The idea, so a lot of these people, right? I, I think about Simon Cowell a lot because I watch uh, America's Got Talent. Um, he wears the same clothes all the time. He wears either a V-neck white t-shirt, which probably could be Fruit of the Loom. Maybe it's like a $300 version of that. Or he wears a white button-down shirt. Literally, I don't think I've seen Simon Cowell in anything else. Um, Steve Jobs wore like a black t-shirt and jeans. Um, even like Richard Branson, he just wears like a button down shirt and jeans, the same jeans over and over. Zuckerberg, a t-shirt, <laughs> same t-shirt all the time. Um, and my point being is that CEOs and people who think like CEOs want to be efficient and make decisions ahead of time so that they're not spending, you know, any time at all thinking about what will I wear today, they wear really the same things over and over and over, rinse and repeat. Um, I feel like I've spent my whole adult life chasing the perfect pair of black joggers. And then once I found what I loved for black joggers, then I started buying multiple pairs. So that any given time, most of the times that is what I'm wearing. When I'm not wearing black joggers, then I'm wearing jeans, right? I, I have my uniform. And in fact, I've taken that same philosophy and really as a blueprint, kind of put it on food, right? This is, this is the idea of creating go-to meals as the same as a go-to, like a capsule wardrobe where I just have these pieces to work with and it makes your life easier. I know a lot of us have a brain um, that will offer us that that's boring and my food gets boring and I will be bored and that is a problem, but we're going to work through that as well. So thinking like a CEO simply means that we're going to make decisions ahead of time and we're going to commit to finding solutions, including the solution to what is happening with dinner. And a lot of times um, my clients will tell me I need recipes or I need more meal ideas, even though it's like, that's really not the problem. It's more about how we feel approaching dinner. What di you know, what is coming up around dinner? Because I don't think there's any shortage of recipes or meal ideas. I'm willing to bet most of you already have a Pinterest board or you, you know, saved and bookmarked a million recipes. You could go on Google right now and find 10 recipes in, you know, two or three minutes 
that look like foods that you will like. What I find interesting about recipes and our hunt for recipes and wanting recipes and needing recipes and this whole idea, it just gives us this little, it's like dopamine. It's like online shopping. It's like, I need this other new thing. I need to like not be bored with my food. I need to make it special. I need to have it be new. When in fact, when we really take a look at what most of us eat on the daily, we tend to eat just the same things over and over. My bet is that when you go out to dinner or you go to a certain restaurant, you probably always get the Greek salad with chicken dressing on the side, always, or whatever your version of that is. Rarely do you go to that same restaurant and order something different every single time. We like what we like, okay? So needing more ideas or needing more recipes is just our way, just our brain being our brain and wanting the reward and wanting that little hit of dopamine and that excitement and let's make it new and let's make it novel. And if I have a new recipe, that's the ticket to make this easier. And in fact, I'm going to argue that more recipes actually make it harder, make it more convoluted, make it just so many more steps. Now I need to get all the ingredients and now I need to find the time. And now I, you know, no, no, put a stop to that. But it's okay. If your brain goes there, there's nothing wrong with you. I think it's totally normal. I've, I've been fighting this for a long time. I'm not going to win the battle, but I'm just going to try to shift your thinking instead of recipes, this idea of meal ideas or go-to meals. And I'll get into that a little bit more at the end when I talk about the strategies and how to use the strategies and how they can help you so that you have something to implement at the end of this podcast. Other things that I hear all the time from my clients. I don't know what to eat for dinner. Breakfast and lunch I have all set. My husband is picky. My kids are picky. <laughs> it's always somebody else, right? And I just want to point out we're all picky. All Picky just means, picky is just a judgment, right? It just means they like certain things and they don't like other things, or maybe they don't like whatever I serve them. Or I think whatever I serve them won't be good enough and they will, they won't want to eat what I want to eat. And that's a problem. And I want to offer you that it's not. Um, I don't have time to make food. I am not a great cook. I can't make two or three different meals for everyone. Um, I want to also assure you that you don't have to be a great cook. You don't have to like to cook. You don't have to do any cooking. You really don't. There's, there are workarounds and we'll get to that as well. Um, sometimes my husband wants to eat out. It's always the husband, right? It could be your, <laughs> your fiance, your girlfriend, your wife, your side piece, um, whatever it is, somebody wants to eat out. That is not a problem. I think that's an actual a solution, right? Eating out because you can always get what you want. However, in this scenario, right, we always think that that's a problem and I have to eat what he's eating or as much as he's eating. Or if he wants the, all the sushi, then I have to eat it too, even though I don't really want to do that because I want to eat differently to lose weight or whatever. It's not really, it's not really what I had in mind for tonight. Um, I travel a lot for business and I never know where I'm eating. I need to make food for my family. I should cook for my family, right? Because my mom has always cooked for my family. A lot of that I get. Women, right? I don't care how old you are. If you're 25 years old listening to this, you're 65 years old listening to this, we have this idea and we've seen it, movies, TV shows, books, and whatnot, that the matriarch, grandma, mom, whoever, she cooks for her family. That's what a good woman does. That's what a wife does. That's what a female does. And I don't think that's true. If I think men can cook. I think kids at a certain age can learn to cook. I think there's other options and that we don't have to get locked into this idea of be, feeling obliged, feeling like I'm not a good 
mom. I'm not a good woman. I'm not a worthy person if I'm not doing all the things and cooking for all the people and taking the orders and being like a short order cook. And right, that just feels awful. And I think a lot of what's happening when we're so confused about dinner or dinner's a problem, I'm so anxious and overwhelmed and it's so hard, is a lot of the stuff that we're carrying forward that we might not even be aware of until we talk about it. Um, I won't know what I'll want. Mm -hmm. Um, I get so bored eating the same things over and over. I need new ideas. And again, I'm not for just this idea that, oh, well, that's stupid. Food is just fuel and you have to suck it up and everything should taste like cardboard and just deal with it. I do think there's a time and place for eating the foods that you do find enjoyable. They just bring joy. They are literally what you might call joy eating there's no, I mean, we can't really argue there's a ton of nutrition that I'm going to get in my chocolate cake. There's not a lot of vitamins and minerals and fiber and protein in my chocolate cake. I could try to make a protein chocolate cake, but who am I kidding? Um, but by and large, again, if I put on my CEO hat and I, I'm not telling you to be Mark Zuckerberg. I'm not telling you to be um, Simon Cowell, who, by the way, with his white t-shirts and his white button downs, I did look it up. I think he has a net worth of something like 500 or $600 million, right? He could wear anything. He could be wearing um, an Armani suit made of gold thread, but instead he wears literally a white V-neck t-shirt that literally looks kind of like a Fruit of the Loom t-shirt. Um, just looking at it through those eyes, however, this idea of how could I simplify, right? How could I make eating easier, right? How can I make this easy? How can I make decisions ahead of time? Which will bring us to, okay, who can help me? What do I want to eat for dinner? How do I want to show up around dinner or mealtime, right? Who do I want to be during meals? And sometimes, right, this is all new, very novel. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Who do I want to be, <laughs> right? Who do you want to be? How do you want to show up? How do you want to feel? Right? You probably want to feel relaxed and at ease and certain and not have a lot like having daily or weekly dinner drama is definitely going to get in the way of your weight loss. If you want to unfuck your weight loss, we need to like take an honest look about some of the things that we think or feel around dinner. A lot of it comes to us feeling bad, us feeling like there's something wrong with us. I have shortcomings. I should like to cook. I should, I should do all of these things for my family. I should be more organized. I should have done this before, right? I should be a better cook. I should be a better mom. I should be a better wife. I should be a better person. And I'm not. <laughs> I just, I'm just hungry like everybody else. And I think we have to give ourselves some grace and say, it's okay to figure out what it is that you want to eat. It is okay. Honestly, it really is. It's okay that you all sit at the table and eat different things. It is okay if you don't all sit at the table together sometimes. I think sitting at a table with your family is wonderful. It's a nice way to connect, but I can connect with my family. And I have many times sat at the dinner table and not eaten. My kids asked me to come down and they're sitting there, um, with my husband, my nanny has, you know, put out whatever they're having. My kids love, uh, they love things like uh, ramen noodles and things. They love whatever, they, they like what they like. 
and they're all eating it, but I have a phone call, I have a meeting, I have five minutes, I'm going to eat my salad later, or I'm going to eat whatever. Sometimes I do eat what they're eating. A lot of times, though, I don't, but I can still sit there and enjoy my family, honestly, and everybody's fine. My kids don't cry themselves to sleep because mommy didn't eat ramen noodles and that there's something wrong with them or there's something wrong with me or none of it. I've just gone out of my way or not really, maybe not. Maybe I didn't go out of my way. Um, that's just, I've just made it normal. It's okay. We can all eat the same thing. We can eat different things. When I look at the plates, my kids, you know, some kids, I have two kids. They're twins. They have different likes and dislikes. They, you know, Francis likes very plain things. You know, if she has a sandwich, it literally has turkey and lettuce and that is it. Nothing else. Fiona has a sandwich. She has avocado and she has tomato and she's a little bit more, you know, exotic and that's okay, right? My family is eating dinner and getting what they want. It's not super hard to have make your own sandwich or make your own salad bar or, hey, here's a bowl of corn. Hey, here's a salad. Hey, here's a hamburger. Hey, here's this. Take what you want. Um, without feeling bad about it. I am all about figuring out what it is that I want to eat. And then I also, and of course, there are times I do feed my family and I do cook and I do not a lot of cooking. Um, I may, I told my family the other day, um, back, uh, back when I did cook, especially when I was competing and I was always in a hurry. I was always running late. I was always, I literally was cooking food always in my broiler because of course that's super fast. And so I would take those blocks of meat. Like if you get a, uh, you know, ground bison or ground uh, beef, you see it all the time in all the grocery stores now, the blocks, right? So I would literally open the block and I put it on tinfoil and broil it just as is. I didn't even make it into patties or meatballs. I didn't make it into balls. Um, I, <laughs> just broiled it. I literally would cut it into four and broil it. That was it. That was food. Um, that is the extent of my cooking. I'm ambitiously lazy. I don't have time. I do like to eat. So I figured, I figured it out. So when I ask myself, how can I make this easy? Well, folks, here's the thing. Sometimes we might want to do meal prep and I'm not, I'm not against meal prep. I want to talk a little bit about meal prep versus planning. And so here's, here's the strategy part of the podcast, folks. Okay. So now that I've laid out all the problems and all of the thoughts and all of the things that are probably commonalities, um, and I put, and I help you put on your CEO hat and we're going to go to problem solve. That is what the rest of the podcast is about. Um, it is about prepping versus planning in self-made and with my clients. I'm always talking about planning. Just plan for the day, just for today, because you can wake up and you know, am I traveling today? Do I have a meeting around dinner? Do, what does my schedule look like? Does, you know, does one of my kids have soccer? Does one of my kids, you know, what is going on in my life? Make your plan just for the day. What that means is that if you're unsure about dinner, you're unsure if you're going to go to the Wendy's drive-thru or you're going to be sitting down or you're going to eat leftovers or whatever, but you can decide ahead of time, am I eating, I don't know, protein and vegetables? Am I eating a sandwich? Am I eating soup in a sandwich? Am I getting a hamburger and French fries? Am, or is it like, no, I don't want to eat that, right? It's just figuring out for today what it is that you want to eat because you can get it really no matter what. And if you're really like, oh, but I can't, I can't, 
make two options. I'm going to have this or this. And especially if you are going to have a hamburger and french fries and you are like, ooh, french fries, I tend to overeat those. Okay. Do you need to order a small fries? Do you need to count how many fries you give yourself? You can do that. It is your plan. It is your life. It is your, it is, it is up to you to be able to know what foods do I want to put in my plan? What foods do I not want to put in my plan today? Some people never eat fast food. They don't go to any drive through Some people never eat out. Some people never eat leftovers. I want to give solutions for everyone. Again, uh, you know, raising our standard about putting on our CEO hat and making decisions ahead of time doesn't mean, you know, we have to be like, ugh, Wendy's, you can't eat there, right? You can. They have salad at Wendy's. They have salads at Panera. They have salads at Chipotle. They have salads at Burger King. They have salads everywhere, if that's what you want, right? And you just decide ahead of time what you're going to have. Prepping is about having meals ready to go. And that could be meals that you actually got from a meal service, right? That you actually didn't prep it. Because I get it. When we are trying to be efficient and we're trying to save time, you know, making food, prepping food for several days, we have to drive to the store. We have to walk the store, load up the cart, you know, drive the cart back out to our car, drive home, unload the groceries. We have to bring all the groceries right into the house. Now we have to you know, probably wash, you know, some, some vegetables. We have to, um, cook all the food. We have to portion it out into containers. We have to clean up the kitchen and we might have to do that again in a couple of days. It's a lot. I get it. And a lot of us just don't have the bandwidth for it right now and don't have the desire for it. Some of us do have the desire for it. And I want to normalize not wanting to do it. If you, if at the end of the day, we can all agree, there is nothing better than opening your refrigerator and having food ready to go. I am a hundred percent fan of that, but it doesn't have to be complicated. If you're cooking dinner tonight, for example, can you cook extra? Can you cook something else while you're making whatever you're making, right? Just so that you make, you just always be cooking. Like if I'm making a sandwich, could I make another sandwich? If I'm cooking chili, could I make extra chili? And then could I make sure it's in the refrigerator for tomorrow? If I'm grilling the chicken breast and the vegetable kebabs and all of that stuff, can I just cook extra? That's it. And we can kind of demystify this idea of prepping and that it has to be perfect and it has to be a big, you know, I have to have 24 beautiful glass containers and it's all beautiful and I, this is going to go in my Pinterest board. It's not, unless you want it to. Most of us, right, most of my clients, you know, we're busy. We're running a household. We're running a business. We're telling, we have a lot of, a lot of plates in the air. Okay. And so we still have to eat and we still have to make it easy. So prepping versus planning, they're two different things. Okay. Planning ultimately can be done even without food prep. It just means you'll have to be more resourceful. You might have to stop at a restaurant or, you know, do your custom order at Chipotle, um, or just be willing to spend five or 10 minutes to plate something, to put together the salad, to put together the sandwich, to, um, you know, cook the frozen vegetables. Doesn't have to be hard all the time. Thinking like a CEO is the meal ideas versus recipes. When I think about meal ideas, I'm thinking about mixing and matching. I'm thinking about go-to meals, right? If I have a bunch of cooked shrimp ready, if I have a bunch of chicken breasts, if I have meatballs, if I have hamburger patties, if I have steak tips, if I have tofu or hard boiled eggs or tuna, like 
how can I mix and match that to make a meal? Like what, where am I getting my vegetables? Am I adding a potato or a sweet potato or rice or bread? Um, am I having, you know, a salad with that? Like, what am I having with it so that I can just literally mix and match? Having go-to meals is like having the go-to V-neck white Simon Cowell style t-shirt, right? I don't have to think about what to eat. I always have these five dinner ideas on speed dial, right? My Rolodex, for those of you, if you're too young to know what a Rolodex is, you need to leave now. I'm kidding. My Rolodex of meal ideas, right? If I'm in a jam, if I'm tired, if I'm hungry, if I have very little in the house, what is a meal idea, right? Egg salad, you know, egg, literally eggs, hard-boiled eggs, some light mayonnaise, some salt. I can put that um, on bread. I can put that on salad. I can put it in like the lettuce cups. I can um, just dip crackers into that. I could do celery and carrots with that, right? I, what are things that are quick and easy? One of the things I always really like to do, um, zucchini noodles. The zoodles are so like so easy, especially this is summer when I'm recording it and zucchini is everywhere. But sometimes I'm lazy, right? I'm ambitiously lazy. I don't even want to get out the zucchini spiraler. Well, guess what? Spiralizer, they sell zucchini spirals at the grocery store now. Or simply take your like peeler, your potato peeler, your apple peeler, and just peel, right? Just do ribbons, strips of zucchini, and boom, there you go. You can gently saute or steam the zucchini. You could actually put warm protein on top of the zucchini and some sauce and some Parmesan cheese, and you're ready to go. Um, other go-to meals, um, I really, you know, I eat eggs a lot, right? I mentioned egg salad. Um, I'll do scrambled eggs. I will do um, even like, and usually I'll do like one egg to a couple different egg whites. I can make an egg sandwich. Other go-to meals, I, um, I love, you know, burgers, meatballs, things like that. And I just pair them with vegetables. If I don't have anything already, you know, done for roasted or cooked vegetables, I will go into my freezer. I always have peas, corn, broccoli, cauliflower, mixed vegetables, right? I can definitely do that. So I just try to do the mix and match. Um, I create go-to meals that I can always replicate over and over and over. Does it help that I have some food already prepped? Well, you know, heck yeah. It's really hard to open the refrigerator and want to have, you know, a grilled chicken stir fry, right? Grilled chicken and stir fry vegetables, even though the stir fry vegetables might be super easy, right? Just throw them in a pan and go. But if my chicken's raw, right, I might have to take the 10 minutes to cook it. Um, but even just having the go-to meals written out is going to be super helpful because then your brain is always going to feel like, aha, we can make this, we can make this, we can make this. And then maybe your family has go-to meals, right? Everybody has their own go-to meals. Super easy, super simple. Do not need a recipe. Um, and they're on your speed dial. Um, asking for help. This is an interesting one. If you are living with other people, having communication, a conversation, a discussion, because you're the CEO, right? You're the CEO trying to find a solution to crazy, chaotic dinner time. Everybody's hungry. Everybody's in a rush. People aren't home, coming home, going to sports, they're whatever. Asking for help, 
talking to the people in your house, making a plan ahead of time. Even and a lot of families do this. They'll plan out what are we having Monday through Friday? Is everybody on board that it's Taco Tuesday, right? And that we're all going to do tacos a different way. We could just, you know, we could do ground beef and this one wants a taco salad and this one wants a hard taco shell and this one wants it in lettuce wrap, whatever, is getting your family on board and to participate. That is what the CEO does right? Even if they're, you know, you're still making yourself exactly what you want, but that everybody gets what they want. Everybody's part of the formula here. Sometimes you hire help. There are a lot of food, uh, you know, food services where they actually, people will come into your home and cook you food and then leave you with, you know, 15 little mini containers. You can get a lot of different meal services, some that are frozen, some that are fresh. I know here in Massachusetts, um, there are a lot that I, I see all the time. There's Feast and Fettle. There's one called Thistle. I try them all. I do them all the time. I try them for my clients. There's Nutra Meals, and I don't do them for very long. They usually last me for a couple weeks where then I get back to making my own food. But I'm busy. You're busy. We're all busy. We don't want to spend so much time not just making the food, but what I think really happens is we spend a lot of time thinking about the food and feeling overwhelmed and getting anxious and not making decisions that actually move our weight loss forward. We get kind of lost in the sauce, so to speak. And if there's one thing I can tell you is that you're not alone. If any of this sounded familiar or is where you feel stuck, it's, I think it's very normal, but I want to help you get unstuck, right? Hence, the, uh, we're getting unstuck and unfucked here. Because if we do not solve the dinner dilemma, it, it is a third, at least, of our consumption every single day. And what happens sometimes is that um, we end up you know, putting off dinner, not making a decision about dinner. We're now, we're snacking, we're opening the crackers, we're pouring a glass of wine, we're eating while we're trying to make dinner. And it was all very stressful and it was not fun. And we did not connect at all with our family. <laughs> we were bitter, tired, aggravated, feeling like, you know, whatever. Feel, feeling all the feelings, right? I'm not very good with feelings, but feeling the feelings, feeling resentful, tired, overwhelmed, feeling far from getting what you want and getting to your goal and feeling like you'll have to start again tomorrow or you should have prepped the food or you should have done it differently or you should have done it better or you should have already figured it out by now. But that's not true. We're just thinking about it differently. And I think um, this takes a little time to unwind. Um, if you find yourself um, looking for recipes and meal ideas, just remind yourself that that's okay. How could you make even any recipe that you find be simple and easy? And if you want to make it part of your go-to meals, absolutely. My five go-to meals change all the time, especially seasonally. What I like to eat in the summer is not the same as what I like to eat in the winter, right? In the winter, we're eating the soup and the chili and those one-pot meals and, in and stew and Instapot thing, you know, all of those cozy, warm, richer foods. In the summer, sometimes we're just having a protein shake for dinner 
Like we're tired, we're hot, we don't want to cook. We're just, you know, having uh, something where you can eat it outside. It's more picnic food. It's a more of a sandwich. It's something lighter, right? Things change and that is okay. You're not stuck with, oh my gosh, these are my go-to meals and now that's all I can eat. Not at all. We're going to rotate things in and out. And just be aware. Your brain is always going to offer you, oh, I'm bored. This isn't fun. Okay, how can we make it more fun without thinking, I need to eat chocolate cake for dinner? And there's nothing wrong with that. But we just know every single day, chocolate cake for dinner is probably going to add up. All right, that is what I have for you. I tried to keep it fast and easy and simple, and I hope you will do that for yourself as well. I will see you on the Facebook if you're not already in my free group food, fitness, fat loss for real life. Come join me there. We started the Real Weight Loss Challenge uh, this week. Um, I believe you could still get in on it if you wanted to. Hit me up in the DM if you're not able to buy it, and I will hook you up. Have a great week, my friends. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in to Unfuck Your Weight Loss. The next step, of course, is to take action on something we discussed because implementation beats information all day long. If you enjoyed this podcast, thank you for being here and please leave a review wherever you tune in for all of your podcasts. Please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Looking forward to dropping all the F-bombs with you next week. Have a good one.